G'day and welcome to Property, Australia's favourite obsession. My name is Jeremy Cownan and this is another Quick Hits episode. I will of course be back next week with a full episode of Property, Australia's favourite obsession. But today it's all about the banks. See, with fixed rates even lower than variable rates, the question on everyone's lips is, should I fix or stay variable? So who better to talk all things finance than lending specialist Rory Circum from Own Home Loans. G'day Rory and welcome to Property Australia's Favourite Obsession. Thank you so much, Jeremy. How are you today, mate? I'm very well. Thanks, Rory. Hey, let's jump straight into it. Property is absolutely booming. You know, don't worry about COVID or lockdowns or all these world supply issues. Real estate is on fire, isn't it? Sure is, mate. We are we are very very busy people in the uh, in the lending game, mate. Um, there's certainly a lot of transactions, uh, a lot of transactions happening. So, um, you know, we're sort of absolutely at the tail end of of um, the last release from in, in Melbourne specifically, and 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 from Sydney of those settlements start, um, still coming through. Um, you know, it's probably slowed down a little bit because people can't go and see properties in the sort of again just in Melbourne and Sydney, but. If you look at other uh, markets around the country, they are still absolutely going crazy. Well, it certainly hasn't done anything to uh, to dampen uh, prices, but I guess sure. the question that is really on everyone's mind is that, um, you know, are the banks lending and how liberal are they with their credit policies at the moment? Mate, they are absolutely lending. Um, yeah, I think like, um, like, like always, there's the right lender for the right client. So just because one lender's policy don't fit the appetite of a client doesn't mean that the lender down the road isn't going to find a home for for that client. So we are finding that it is reasonably loose. There's still, yeah, they're being responsible about it. Mm. Um, You know, I know there's all that stuff about responsible lending and, and, and those requirements Going, but still, they still are responsible for who, who they lend to, and they want to make sure that their book uh, is a is a good performing book. Um, so they have you know their markets that they chase and the, the niches that they chase. Um, so on balance, you can find a home for a, for a uh, for a good loan. So their money's flying out the door, mate, and um, for for definitely for for a good client, you will definitely find a, a good loan for them. It's sort of fitting exactly with what uh, we would expect from a cyclical nature um, of both the real estate price-wise, but also, of course, the banks with their um, their lending capacity. Because, as you said, the responsible lending requirements have been lifted. But mm. um, given that we're still um, in the early stages um, from a uh, property boom, we would still expect the banks to be, you know, somewhat cautious and um, you know a little bit more pragmatic with the deals that come across their desk. But as you said, it's um, very much about finding the the right. Uh, lender for um, uh, for for your lending type. Spot on, mate. Absolutely, absolutely. So we we know that um, you know banks you know, really chase you know certain banks chase or certain lenders chase a certain sort of business, uh, and they're and they're they're certainly backing that style of business. Um, and again, mate, it's just it's just finding the right home for the for the for the right client. Uh, but um, they they still need to. Yeah, act responsibly, but there's also that that which which I like a bit of personal responsibility from a client. Mm. So it's not just mm. they're not just being so dogmatic about you know how um, they they're going to look at a file. It's saying okay, well look, has this is this client capable and willing and 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 probably will pay back this loan? Um, are they a good credit? If they are, yeah, you know, lend lend them the money. So there's it's it's 
kind of swinging back that way, which is, I think, finding a, a reasonably good balance. So in our other business, Count and Flack, Raw, we've been saying since 2015, um, uh, we've been on record as saying that we thought rates would get down to official interest rates, that is, down to a quarter of a percent, which at the time seemed absolutely ridiculous. We're at um, 0.1 at the moment, which is just an insane uh, official rate, isn't it? It's it's right. just ludicrous. That is the technical term for it, mate. Absolutely. It is insane. <laughs> uh, look, I, I you guys you know, consistently nail these things when, when most don't. Um, it, uh, yeah, amazing that you that you you predicted it and you got it got it pretty much. I mean, you know, the, the, between 0.25 and 0.1, it's pretty much spot on. It's 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 fantastic. You know, um, it's um, I just I didn't think it would get down anywhere near this low, but but yeah, here we are. And and um, there's um, because of that, you know, obviously that the, that's a big part of why the property market is still booming along. So we've encouraged borrowers to stay with variable rates all the way down and i want to get to that question you know fixed or variable rates you know what what should we do where should we be now um with our rate outlook but i guess before we go and get to that question answer that question it's important that we think about what the difference is between fixed and variable rates because it's not just an interest rate differential that we need to be thinking of there are other implications of being on a fixed or a um, variable rate product yeah spot on mate so and and that's a really really important question that that people have to answer and they have to understand what the pros and cons are of of fixed and, and variable because you're taking a risk either way so uh and and like you i've always been very much pro variable because the the beauty of a variable rate loan is that it's got the most flexibility uh it means that you you know that your rate will will float up and down generally with the reserve bank but not not always um but generally they don't have to go up and down with the reserve bank but competitive pressures generally make them do so um so they you get the flexibility of of that rate. Um, uh, sorry, you get the flexibility of being able to pay as much as you want to onto the loan at any time. Uh, but the banks have the flexibility, or the lenders have the flexibility of moving your rate up and down uh, as they see fit. With a a fixed rate mortgage, um, you, you it, it's as the name. Um, mentions yeah it, it, it is it is fixed it is it's not going to move so whatever rate you lock in at the time that's your rate for the next one two three five years whatever you you, sort of, you you fix for which which is great gives you that stability but that comes at a cost of lack of flexibility so you can't make a lot of extra payments generally onto that loan if you do make extra payments onto it you can't get them back out as a redraw you can't do things usually like a, having a, a fixed rate uh, having an offset on a fixed rate so an offset account you know is a, a transactional account that sits next to a home loan which is a really effective way of saving interest you usually can't have those on a fixed rate loan or the ones that allow that generally charge a bit more for it so you've got to weigh up how much flexibility you need um, versus you know what what um, uh, stability you need of your of your rate. So you've got to ask yourself a few questions at the start to see what's kind of right for you, and it's different for everyone. So what's the likelihood of you selling your property over the next two three years, whatever the fixed rate period is? What's the likelihood of you coming into a significant amount of cash over that rate 
uh, over that that locked period. So you've got to think about those things and try and forecast forward to see uh, if a fixed rate is right for you. Um, but you can also have the best of both worlds. And this is what we're seeing a lot of clients do and they'll have mm. part fixed, part variable. So we kind of forecast, okay, over the next say three years for argument's sake, we're going to think we can probably pay off an extra 50 grand. So let's make sure we've got that amount free and, and variable so you can actually pay down that that portion of the of the loan. So um, it is a very much a personal decision. You've got to look at you know your own circumstances, um, but there's vast differences between having a fixed and, and variable loan. So apart from the interest rate cost, uh, Rory, is there a difference in cost in having different uh, different products or multiple products stacked um, upon a uh, a lending? Um, yeah, with your loans? Not really. So so you've obviously got different interest rates, but uh, usually there's no extra further costs um, associated with with it. Um, sometimes, usually sometimes, you know, to split a loan, you might need to go on to a professional pack or a, a package with a with a lender that may have an annual fee, but not all the time. You know, they might charge you an, a, a monthly fee per account. So if you've got a fixed a loan and a variable loan, there may be extra charges, but that's not not always the case. It should form part of the of the decision of, of how you, um, if you go fix variable or, or do a bit of both. Um, but it's it's every every lender treats it a little bit differently. And it really is a situation that there's no one size that fits all here, is there? That um, borrowers need to make these sort of decisions in. Um, uh, like when considering their own circumstances as to you know w- what they need, what flexibility they do or don't need, because at the end of the day, um, you know being on a fixed rate it, it gives you a level of security, but it comes at a at a cost. Absolutely, mate. So, and it is absolutely one that you you can't make the decision quickly. You need to do a little bit of maths, a little bit of forecasting, um, just to make sure that you're not getting yourself into a situation that's going to you know, cost you a lot of money, because. You know, if you have to break a fixed rate loan, for instance, it can be really, really expensive. If you don't leave enough variable and then you can't make any extra payments, well, you're paying interest, no matter how low that interest rate is, you're paying interest where you don't necessarily have to pay interest if you left a little bit more variable to pay down. So there's some significant costs um, in and around it. And we do see some people trying to jump in very quickly. So, you know, part of my job is to slow people down and say, let's just go through um, and let's let's just have a let's have a think about the next few years. Let's do a little bit of math at the start um, and and let's get this decision uh, decision right. So there's and there's lots of ways to cut it up. So we've got some clients at the moment we're doing part variable, part two years fixed, part three years fixed to give that even more flexibility and and sort of hedging those bets uh, even more. So there's lots of different ways to skin that cat. And the, the question used to be much easier, didn't it, uh, historically, because there was a significant premium that you paid for security of a fixed uh, term loan um, in essence. Yep, absolutely. Um, so usually the, the fixed rate loan was higher than the variable rate uh, loan, um, and that's flipped now. So um, the, we're finding the, the fixed rate uh, fixed rates are less than the variable rates. And we know historically that um, the banks or the lenders would win that bet 75% of the time. So 75% mm-hmm. of the time that you fix your rate, um, you could expect to pay more to the to the lender than if you kept your rate variable. Um, so 
it was a much easier decision to say, well, realistically, probably don't go down that fixed rate path. You're going to pay a premium from day one, plus chances are over the journey, you're going to pay a premium. Now it's kind of, it's, it's unusual because you've got the Reserve Bank pumping money into the system, uh, quantitative easing to, to make, especially this, um, the, the three-year fixed rate at the moment, very, very cheap. So banks mm. can buy that money really cheap. They can put it out really cheaply. And, and obviously that's by design to keep keep uh, the, the money moving through the economy. Um, so you've got these really cheap fixed rates. Uh, so it's very hard to, it, it's much easier to make the argument, I should say, to fix at least a part of a rate. And that's what we're seeing uh, with a lot of our clients. And what are we sort of looking with regards to the differential between the fixed and variable rates at the moment in you know broad brush terms? Right? So broad brush, you're looking at say for a you know, standard owner occupied home with a yeah you know, with twenty percent equity, so an eighty percent loan or seventy percent loan around that sort of um, mark. Uh, you're looking at high ones for a fixed rate. So, you know, you might have a 1.8-ish um, up to sort of 2% in that sort of range. Uh, and for your variable, yeah, around the sort of 2.4, 2.5s. But yeah, there's, there's obviously there's a fair bit of play in all that and depending on the lender, but they're the kind of rates that we're doing pretty consistently at the moment. Um, so if you start your journey off and you've got say half of your loan fixed away at, you know, sub 2%, it's pretty hard to, to lose, I can't mm. really see how um, you can you can really lose as long as you leave enough variable. I don't know how you can lose because it's going to take that that if that variable rate <clears throat> to drop below that fixed rate um, that you've locked in before you start losing. And I I, I just don't, mate. You'd, you'd know better than I would on this one. I just don't know how um, that could that could happen. I just don't know if there's enough um, fat in the variable rate market to allow that to ha mm. ever happen. It's uh, it's getting harder and harder to see that uh, that sure. occurring. I mean, a half a percent differential, and as you said, with fixed rates uh, under two, yep. it's um, it does really make you stop and think as to, as you said, we've never been uh, um, supportive proponents of of fixing your rate uh, because of, as you said, ninety nine percent of the time the bank will always win that bet. But mm. uh, at this point in the rate cycle, given the interest rate differential, I think it's something that is definitely something that. Um, that you need to stop and consider. Uh, you definitely need to think about it because you know you can be saving yourself, um, you know, significant um, uh, amounts of money. And especially too, you know, for those people who haven't reviewed their loan in the last couple of years, um, we know that the banks are brutal. Um, it's one of the few industries that actually penalises the loyalty of customers. The, the longer you're with a bank, the further you fall onto their back book, the higher the rate you'll pay yep. compared to the marketplace. And uh, if you do end up on that um, on that back book at a higher rate, they will just continue to gouge for as long as they can. We, we cannot encourage people to, uh, enough to get out there and, uh, and review your loans. In fact, the, the consumer watchdog has actually come out, I think it was late last year, and said basically that all... Um, all borrowers should be reviewing their loans every couple of years because of this issue with um, uh, with uh, borrowers falling onto the loans at uh, the bank's back books and and getting uh, gouged uh, on interest rates. Spot on, mate. We, uh, we yeah, obviously we see that all day, every day. We we um, have a policy of going back to our um, clients' lenders once a year to ask for a discount because we know that if if they're not asked, banks will not give a discount. And we know that most people don't ask. So, so we sort of take that responsibility to, to, to try and do that. And it's just a phone call or an email. And you'd be amazed at how much that can, that can actually 
work um, to get you a, a, a discount. The other thing that um, we're finding at the moment, which is which is kind of refreshing, there are a couple of lenders like 86400, which is a lender that we're, um, it's actually uh, Mabs just recently bought. And there, and we're doing a few loans with them at the moment. Um, because one of their things that they go to market with um, is that they will um, uh, match the front book price for any back book client automatically. Uh, so that's yeah, okay. So that's really refreshing. Should to make see. that. Do you want to make that really clear to listeners? What does that actually sure. mean? That they'll match the front book price of any yep. back book clients. What does sure. what does that actually mean? So if I if you get a home loan with 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 them today, and let's say this isn't the rate payment. Let's say it's two and a half percent for argument's sake. And then down the track, uh, that that variable rate, only on variable rates, because obviously fixed rates you get fixed in, you get locked in. But if you're if they are starting to get new clients at a cheaper rate than you're on, they will put your rate as a as an existing customer onto that rate um, that they're offering for new customers. And that's a really refreshing new thing um, that, that that they're doing. So we're backing them and I'm hoping that they back their clients and, and their, their, their actions match their rhetoric. And if we've got a client who um, they could have got a cheaper rate as a new customer, well, they should, they should instantly automatically match that rate for an existing client. So this is, um, yeah, this is really interesting, isn't it? Because what you're basically saying there is if I get a loan with them, um, as you said, it's a two and a half percent and the variable rate reduces um, or, or what they're offering, the, 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 um, what they're offering new customers. Um, yep. So the variable rate doesn't necessarily change, but what they're offering new com- customers is now say 2.2, then they'll immediately bring the rate back down to 2.2 uh, in accordance with what uh, the new customers are paying. That's right. Now we're not we're we're not um, new at this game, and we understand that there are some uh, lenders who might you know bring out new products to get them um, you know out of having to honour that in the future. So we'll be. I'm not in any way suggesting that 8600 would do this, but you know there have been um, the, the lenders who who bring out new products to sort of um, you know hide back book and front book pricing, and that's we've seen that in the past, and we'll be keeping a very keen eye on uh, this product, these products, and others who who promise the same thing to make sure that this doesn't happen to to any of our clients. Raw, let's wrap it up there. It's um it's certainly some food for thought, given the fact that. Uh, well, not only rates are being so low, but we've got variable rates um, above fixed-term rates at the moment um, at very, very low levels. Um, and, of course, we've got that differential of, of people you know, who haven't reviewed their loans ending up on higher rates again. It's definitely something that we would draw your attention to, definitely something that's worth shopping around. And I guess it's another reason why it just now does not make sense to just go straight back to your bank Um um, you know, to to accept what's on offer there. That the market's very competitive, as you said. The lenders are becoming more and more open to uh, the creation of credit and the 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 level of lending that they're creating, um, and that's really important. That's what we would expect as the as the boom really starts to get underway. So sure. definitely time to uh, pick up the phone and review what you've got and have a think about um, you know your circumstances as to whether you want to borrow some more money for um, for investment purposes. Absolutely, mate. Uh, indeed, it's the uh, it's a great time to do it, mate. I think that most most people we're talking to, um, they're, they're they're saving money, um, even just by just um, knowing what's out there in the market and going back to their other other uh, to their current lender. So, um, good time to put some money back in uh, in your pocket rather than donating it to the banks. That's for sure. 
Raw, how do people get in touch with you? Mate, probably in the website's the best if it's uh, just all the W's at um, ownhomeloans.com.au. All our contact details are there. So let's wrap it up there for this episode. If you've got any questions regarding your property or investment needs, we'd love to be assistance. Just head to pafo.com.au. I'm, of course, Jeremy at pafo.com.au. And you can catch us on the socials, Facebook, Insta, and, of course, Twitter. Just have a look for the handle PAFOPOD, so P-A-F-O-P-O-D. And don't forget, if you like this show, tell your friends about it and make sure you're leaving us a rating and review. It's always fun, Raw. Thanks for listening, everyone. And until next time, let's keep obsessing about property. Any opinions or recommendations expressed should be considered general in nature, as they do not consider your personal objectives or financial circumstances. You should therefore consider these matters yourself before deciding whether the advice is appropriate to you and if you should act upon it. Should advice be sought, please seek an appropriately qualified advisor. Investing may not be appropriate for everyone, as there is inherent risk and the possibility of loss when investing in financial assets, just as there is the possibility of profits. While useful for identifying patterns, History and past performance do not guarantee future performance. Calvin Flack has a commercial relationship with guests appearing on this production. 